Why he fighting fighting this? Why what 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 what, what is his goal? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Yo, welcome back to another episode of the Immigrant Section. It's your boy Abbas Wab, as always, telling you wherever you're watching from, smash that subscribe. Right there, you see it. Smash it right now. If you're listening on Apple, Spotify, Google, whatever it is, click that plus follow so you know when these episodes drop. And with me in the studio today, thank you for coming. Salma Hindi, how are you? Hello, I'm good. How are you? Good, 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 good. Don't look good. Don't look at the okay, camera. Look at me. I'll look at you. I was like, I don't, hello, welcome. Uh, thank don't you look, for having Don't look me. at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> People get so confused, they don't know where to look. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I get. I'm That's so. How you know we're noobs. That you can tell. You can tell the pretenders. Right. From the contenders. I'm yeah. so insecure. I'm immediately like, look at me. Like yeah. one second. Like <laughs> not the camera. Me. It's mine. Give me all your attention. Yeah, I did this thing. Yeah. What's going on? Um. First of all, is it no? Because we're both Arabs. Yeah. And I feel like I need to say your name the Arab way. You know how to say Abbas Wahab. Yeah. Okay. It's not even Wahab. <laughs> it's like, Abbas Abdel Wahab. Abdel Wahab. Yeah. I just cu- cu- the the Abdel kept confusing everybody. Yeah. They'll just so call I was you just Abdel. Like, yeah. They'll say they'll fill in Abdel as the middle name. Yes. All the paperwork will be like. Middle uh, name is Abdel and Wahab is it's Abbas Abdel Wahab. Clearly, Abdel is the middle name, and and then it messes up everything because yeah, now yeah, the last yeah. name is wrong, the middle name is wrong. Yeah, it's actually Abbas Ali Hussein Abdel Wahab. So when you go to Egypt, yeah. you literally have to say your whole name, like all six or seven of your names, as in your dad's name, your grandfather's yeah. name, your great grandfather's name. So like when I go to Egypt, they're like, "What's your name?" I said my Hindi. They're like. No, but what's your real what's name? Your name? What's your name? What's your name name? And then I have to be like, Salma Ali Ibrahim Muhammad Omar Hindi. And oh my gosh. Can and I you have to add two in common at the end just because it's Egypt? <laughs> Literally. Faroon. Faraun. Faraun. Faroon. Faraun. How do you say two in common in Arabic? What is it? Isn't it like Tutankhamun or something like that? Something so ugly. Tutankhamun, like, and you're like, whoa! I'm actually forgetting exactly how you say it. Hon el tub el tum an Tutankhamun. Yeah, but you know the pyramids are empty, right? I've been in the pyramids. They're all empty. Well, they have the two, like the mummies are out of them. Yeah, because they're in fucking England. Yeah, no, they're in Cairo too. Oh, the the, the mummies move. They're like on a, like they go from museum to, they are on tour. Oh, I didn't know that. All those old (laughs) artifacts. They're touring and we're not touring. All those old (laughs) artifacts are on tour. Really? I think, because I saw them in Cairo, in the Cairo uh, museum. And I know I. I'm sorry, Cairo Museum. Sorry, the Cairo. What do you mean? In uh, in Cairo, there's a huge museum. I don't know anything. I, I know that they all opened the a mummies huge there. one this year. That's like supposed to be the biggest one in the world. Yeah, they something. flew them. They probably flew all the mummies. Like these yeah. artifacts move around. Where? Do, that's insane. Yeah. I just remember going into the pyramids when I was like seven. Uh, they didn't let us in, and then I cried, and then it worked, and then I was like, noted. <laughs> yeah. We'll do this for future. They're like the air quality is not good for humans. <laughs> yeah. eh, okay, let's them in. Let's them in. They're a family of six. Yes. Yeah. Okay, come. Yeah. And then I went in. And then um, did you go in the tomb though? Because the the, the two, did you go? You went to the Great Pyramid of Giza, right? The yes. big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you're wa- you were a kid, so you didn't yeah. understand that path the way in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to be like, an adult to realize how small it is. Yeah. Because you go, I'm cla- I didn't realize I was claustrophobic and st- until, until I started going down that tunnel. Mm. You're bent halfway. You're like, I'm not. Let's go back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna make it. Yeah, it was. I just remember it being so dark, 
and like literally kind of like the movies where you're just like walking into like an empty dark tomb and then but there was nothing there like I think there was there was scribbles on the wall yeah but there there was nothing there and I was like where is this and then like Four, two years ago or three years ago, I went to London, and uh, damn bragging and, over oh here. My God. <laughs> no, and they're just like overflowing with mummies. Uh, they have so many of them; they had to put them all on top of each other because they took them out of the freaking tombs. The English are the original ones wearing the vests with pockets, and that like yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. on a I'm on a what's it called like um the tarbush thing. Yeah, yeah. whatever that hat the red, is, the Indiana yeah. Jones hat with the flat oh, brim thing okay, and okay. the vest with the, the archaeologist yeah, yeah, look. Yeah, yeah. That's why they're so so obsessed with mummies. Yeah. They were the original ones probably just with a fine they brush just, brushing, you know yeah. what I mean? That's they the just, English. They just stole everything. Yeah, 100%. We should say return they cataloged all the mummies it. Back. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Therefore we we discovered it, right? Yeah, and Rosetta Stone and yeah. everything was there. It was found by the English. Yeah. What, uh, what were you going to say earlier? I cut you off. Um, you probably flowed so much that uh, it's I know, gone. It's, it's I know. Gone. I was like, where do we, we keep? I, every time I tell you a story, I go on like so many detours. Yeah. And then usually I keep track and then I'll be like, so anyways, uh, that's why uh, I don't sleep at night. Like, <laughs> something like that, yeah. right? And everyone's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that was the answer. I missed a couple steps. <laughs> yeah, literally. You said you have a meeting right after this. And I was like, yes. did I know you were an engineer too? I'm pretty sure. Because then I saw your your ring and i was like we're both engineers unite so, yes uh yeah yeah right, right. form of student debt <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly because we talked about this before and you said remember last time i was here and you said how you tried working in engineering for a bit and then you got some nice toys and then you were like forget it this is not eternal happiness oh yeah and I've, these listeners i've heard it a hundred times yeah and you're like so you i'm like yep yeah 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 <laughs> but for me um yeah, I still work as an engineer. I That's still like the toys. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh my God, yeah. I wish. Still in a lot of debt. My dad basically, okay, so here was the plan. I was like, I was trying to get into med school. And then when I went into like. Surprise, surprise. So shocking. Yeah. So surprising. And then when I went into engineering, my dad was like, because here in Egypt and like, you know, back home. They go straight into med school from high school. Yeah, it's weird. Sudan too. It's yeah. like, I don't know. Because they're really pumping out. They pump out more more unemployed doctors than you've ever <laughs> seen in your life. That's what happens over there when they have that system. Yeah. Because in Sudan, I'd like 20 of my cousins finished medical school yeah, and yeah, don't yeah. have jobs. You know what I mean? Mm, true, true, true. Here we have more of a weeding system. Yes. So at least everyone seems to be able to guarantee like positioning and employment at yes, the end whereas yes. they're, they're like everyone doctor yes exactly exactly great world what do you want doctor engineer yeah, exactly. left right what do you want they go straight in so here it's not like that you can go straight into engineering yeah but everything else is like life so you're kind of floating for like four years and then you you can like anchor to something pharmacy anything medical is the same type of deal yes even law school and stuff law school yeah, yeah mba same thing. yeah, yeah. All, of all these that. specialized things exactly yeah so then uh i might i was like okay i'm gonna go into health side or life side to get into med school and my dad was like no 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 that's too un you're, you're gonna be untethered you're gonna be like floating he was like just go into engineering and then after engineering <laughs> apply to med school oh my worst god worst case scenario you'll you're be a an failure engineer. and you're yeah. an engineer that's so that's the most arabic reasoning ever <laughs> ever <laughs> just do engineering as a backup i mean yes. i know you want to be a doctor let's just get the engineering degree so yeah. we can have a solid plan b yeah and, Never uh, mind engineering will like ruin all your remarks so that you don't get into med school. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> don't focus on the GPA necessary for that. Yeah. 
The MCAT will fix everything. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. The MCAT will fix. You will do the prep course. Well, everything will be fine. Exactly. Nah. Oh my gosh. So that was. So so, so that was the master plan for you. That was the master plan. And you know, I kept trying for med school. I took the MCAT maybe like three, four times. After getting uh, the degree. After getting my engineering degree, yeah. And I I stayed, also I, I purposely stayed behind an extra year in undergrad so that I could take a bunch of science courses. They were gonna force me to graduate so I had to like drop like two <laughs> yeah, courses. This girl's lingering. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get out of You're They're in the like, library like, ma'am, yeah. <laughs> we're locking up. <laughs> no, I'll be right there. I was like, please, I need more courses. Yeah. I just want more knowledge. Ma'am, please. Yeah, literally. We can't stay here any longer. Literally. 9 p.m. It's on the door, ma'am. I know. Oh my <laughs> Please, gosh. I need them, God. <laughs> so, if you're being honest with yourself, was it? Yeah. Was it like the expectation that drove you to do the MCAT over and over? Or did you actually feel like, yo, I want to be a doctor. I want to be in medicine. I want to do that work. I thought. I thought for sure. I was like, yeah, I genuinely want to be a doctor. I want to be able to like make an impact and actually like help human lives at the most, you know, uh, direct like, level kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, exactly. On the yeah. most direct level. But then, uh, but then there was another part of me that was like, okay, I'll do that in this life. And then like, if I were given like a second life, like I would be like, okay, uh, one second, let me just go pursue, uh, like acting in Hollywood and entertainment. That's for whatever. the second life. Yeah. That was for the second life. Yeah. yeah. And then I think my sister, oh, it was two things. First of all, every time I tried to study for the MCAT, I'm not even joking. Like I would have physiological reactions. Like oh, yeah. my body would just. Your body was telling your body so much ahead of your mind. Yes. And you would never listen to the it's body. It's disconnected because we don't know how to yeah, listen yeah, to our body. Yeah. Oh, same, same. You yeah. don't even understand the same thing. I had so many physiological uh, reactions to stress. Yes. Before I was 26, year for a decade before I was for, from 16 to 26 I had so many things happen to my body mm. as a result of undue stress yeah. that I had no idea what was a result of stress yeah, yeah, until yeah. now that I'm way older and I and I'm looking back and I'm like Jesus I was anxious and stressed. What did you think it was? You thought there was just something happening? I thought it was happening? sickness. I thought it was mm. sickness. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would kept getting cysts and I was like, mm. "Oh, it's ingrown hairs." But it's like chronic and it's like i'm not breathing i'm not doing any meditation i we were talking right before we went live yeah, on the yeah, podcast yeah. how you're saying now you catch yourself holding your breath yeah like this week and and last week i keep catching myself at different times just like holding my breath and i'm like but why for what and i realize like that's an indication that i haven't done meditation in a long time because meditation is all about like breathing and forces you to like watching your breath your jaw and 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 pay attention to your breathing in and out and all that kind of stuff that's me before 27. Mm. All the time. Yeah. I would literally be thinking, 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 and be like, <gasps> like oh, before wow. I was 27, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would be, do that gasp for air because I would oh, just be wow. like thinking and be like, I haven't breathed. Yeah. I'm like, now I'm like, okay, I'm going to take a piss and then yeah. I'm going to go do this. And yeah, I'm yeah, listing yeah. what I'm like, I'm always in the future. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, I'm going to do these things. And <gasps> you oh know my know gosh. I mean? <laughs> so anxious. Yeah. So anxious. I, I, so that's your body with them, cat. So my body, I'll tell you exactly what it was for me because I feel like it's, it's, just as dark but in a different way <laughs> but much worse yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like i developed a really really awful binge eating disorder in 2014 2015 which was when i was trying for med school and um 
it's so bad. Like, I, like I'm only now starting to like sit down and unpack it because I want to write about it. Yeah. Uh, and like comedy or like like a, like, like a script, novel. like a like a screenplay, a screenplay or? exactly. Ooh, yeah. So, um, so like I I'm going through it again, and like I started going to therapy two and a half years ago, but I I came into therapy with truckloads of crises about yeah. other things, yeah. about my relationship, about comedy, about my family. We didn't even touch like. Uh, binge eating and body yeah, yeah, shame yeah, or any yeah. of that stuff. Yeah. So I'm kind of like processing. That's on it layaway. Now. You know, you're you're addressing the yeah the the, the main, main things first. Yeah, exactly, you know I mean? exactly. We're trying to sort through like the friggin' fires <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that I'm like coming in with. So it wasn't until like uh, now that I'm sitting down and going through it, and I'm like, bro, it's uh, it's so painful to remember like how bad it was because it was really fucking bad. And I told my friends, I was like, I have a food addiction. Like, I literally have a food addiction. They were like, no, you don't. Uh, no, I, you don't. You just need to be a doctor and then everything will figure out. Literally, they're like, how can someone have a food addiction? I'm like, I know what an addiction is. I'm telling you, I have it. And what would happen is like, I wouldn't eat in front of ever, anyone. Yeah. And then I would go home and binge all night. And I would, And I was binging like, not that I enjoyed the food I was eating. I was binging as like a form of like self-punishment. Like it was oh, like, yeah. it was like, I feel disgusting and I'm horrible and I might as well just keep going because of this whole night has already gone to shit. So just keep going. And I did that like every day for like three months or more, gained like 60 pounds, something ridiculous 60. like that. Yeah. yeah. Like a sign. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. when I started my master's in 2015, September, I didn't want to do it because I was like, I don't know. This is not what I want to do. I was supposed to be in med school, whatever, whatever. And like I had a routine, I swear to God, like Selma, in, but in the, masters, <laughs> ma, Selma fil uh, masters program, mashallah. My, my dad calls it magister. Al oh, there the we go. Magister, yeah. Selma fil madras al magister al al hendas. Al hendas, yeah. Mashallah, alaha. Binti, wallahi. Yeah, I wish they. You're just like you're so depressed about it, but you overhear that over the stairs. You're like, okay, I guess I gotta keep going. Literally, literally. Mashallah, alaha. Oh my god, I would go to class like from 9 to 12, I would have class. I'd go to class in a garbage bag because I'd be like, I look disgusting. You know, you have body dysmorphia. You're like, I just binged. I obviously today woke it's up all 70 pounds mind. heavier. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then I People would, are like, what'd you get for question four? You're like, yeah. what? Yeah, <laughs> like, oh my god. What? I saw that, what? Literally. And then you dress worse, which like makes you feel worse and then makes you binge. Like it's a it's whole like a cycle. cycle. Yeah. yeah. And then I would like after class, I would like run home and I had a, I had a system. Okay, every single day I did this. I would get on the uh, subway, get on the GO train. And when I was on the GO train, I would like place an order for extra large box of pizza at Pizza Hut okay. and chicken wings. And the days where I felt extremely self-deprecating, I would go to Metro and get a caramel crunch cake, which, wallah nazim, I checked it last week, is 39,000 calories. Wait, wait, 3,900. No! No, no, 3,900. No. 39,000. No, it has I to be 3,900. I promise you. Because each slice. <laughs> no, it has to be Each slice is 390 calories. And it's. And there's uh, 10 slices. Per ten, and it's 10. So it's 3,900. Oh, th wait, 3,900. You're saying 39,000. <laughs> like, that's like an okay, elephant okay, yeah, doesn't 30, eat like that. That's called a heart attack in medical terms. Like, You're in like, one. 39,000. That's act. I think that's actually probably like that's 50. Big Macs, or maybe 50? 60 Big Macs. Okay, how much is an extra large box of pizza in Pizza Hut? I got this Search right it now. right now. Yeah, Search yeah, it right, right now. now. 
But oh, keep talking about okay, this. Okay, so extra large box of pizza <laughs> with a garlic base, which, by the way, adds calories. And it might have been stuffed crust, might have been some toppings on there. Uh, I think it for sure was all those things. I might have plus chicken fried chicken wings. I'm pretty sure my my calorie count for the day was like twenty thousand. Jesus, for sure. That, Can you confirm? That's like that's I don't even know. I don't follow this stuff, but I think that's like death level. Yes. So I ate that. <laughs> You're like that's what I'm saying. Literally, I ate that every single day. I can't find like, it. It doesn't tell me carbs, all say. this shit. It won't say. It says calories 300, but that doesn't make sense. Per pizza hand tough. Large pepperoni pizza. That can't possibly be 300 calories. It has Ex to be for the slice or something. Extra large. Yeah, yeah. It's probably for a slice. Yeah. Well, let's. Oh, yeah. Per times slice. Oh, times eight slices. So we'll just put eight, even though I know it's 2,400. Yeah. So it's 2,400. 2,400. But for, this is for but pepperoni large pizza. And pepperoni Not and dip. Not this, not, dip, not that. Not, not extra large, not Let's add another 3,000 calories just okay. as a buffer. Yeah. We'll say it was a 5,000 calorie So 5,000 calories, and then the other one was 4,000 calories. So 10,000. So you're teetering on like death. 100%. Yeah. 12,000 a day. Maybe let's say 12,000 calories a day. Okay. Okay. Maybe. maybe okay, <laughs> that's like great. Scared. That's like Michael Phelps. Like yeah, swimming for the Olympics. Except shit. it's yeah. not. There was no nutrition. <laughs> yeah. I was eating plastic. What are you even eating? Oh, God. Anyways. So then I do. I, I eat this every single day. Yeah. For like two, three months, whatever. Gain so much weight. And I am like a pretty healthy person. Like maybe if I, I get sick like once a year or something like that. That season i got sick six times because like there's literally no nutrition right yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, um yeah so like it, God damn. It, so so you did the masters and then attempted medical school or how was the timeline of all that you so finished I was the undergrad yeah i finished undergrad i started the binge eating in undergrad in my last year gotcha uh, my second last year and then i got under control for a little bit then uh after i finished undergrad i started Doing studying for the MCAT so that I right could away, apply. No right job. away, yeah, right away, and then um, I, I had gone into my master's in September, so in the summer I'm studying for the MCAT, and then uh, the binge eating started again. Oh yeah, right, because uh, immediately I fucking hate the MCAT. Were you in the Why MCAT prep this? course? I took the MCAT prep course for sure. I think Kaplan. Was and, it like all um, like gung ho young? Yeah, everyone's like a science major, nerd, geek, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Talking uh, about what, how they'll change the world via medicine. Literally, literally. <laughs> and then, then I then I started my master's in September yeah. at UFT, and then that's when I started the really bad binge eating. Like I was for sure. And my parents it was so wild. My parents were like so happy because I was always home. And, uh, but I was like, I'm that's all their parents want, especially for the daughters. <laughs> Literally, yeah. I was like, that's I'm so depressed though. Yeah, but that doesn't. That's there's 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 not even a word in Arabic for depression. Yeah, and then my <laughs> dad. Zalan, sad, right? Yeah, and then my dad comes to me. He's like, Salma, the Muslim can't be depressed. Just pray more. He was of like, Salli Akhtar. Yeah. yeah. I was like, of okay, course. Baba. Literally, so fucking depressed. There was like a visible tower of uh, pizza boxes in yeah. our kitchen. I, I I wish I took a photo of it yeah. because my family's just like, she's like unwell. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. we're not gonna say anything because yeah, we can't acknowledge well, Yeah, exactly. Depression. We're gonna wait till the MCAT scores come back. Literally, and then we'll have a conversation. Literally. Anyways, my sister sent me this article that said, it talked about how like a lot of people in our generation use med school and a profession in medicine as like a safety blanket uh, because it's like a guaranteed, a career with guaranteed high salary, prestige. A parent, uh, society, parent. pleaser, praise right away. Exactly. You get praise for even being in medical school, for even like telling people, 
You immediately I'm, I'm get studying like a science because I want to be day. in medical school. Yes, yes. Exactly. The bank's like, oh, promising. Exactly. Oh, there's so many pluses on every level. Exactly. So uh, I realized at that point, I was like, all right, I am for sure like lying to myself. It's for sure all these reasons. Uh, it is a safety blanket. Yeah. And then like, you know, I've been knocking on the doors of med school for like however many years at that point and like the doors would just get tighter and like more <laughs> shut more go locks. away it became like that those library Literally. doors like go away we're closed <laughs> leave go away we're closed then I, st I literally just like breathe in the direction of comedy and like 700 doors open and I'm like fine like clearly when you uh, I put it like I I made one video about like detailing why I left engineering personally for mm -hmm. my own reasons Leave engineering. <laughs> yes. kidding, I'm just like I. I That's I, the conclusion I, of all I make of it, yeah, podcasts. Exactly. I make it. Yeah. I make it. I'm like trying to say it in a way so I don't make it apply to you. But I'm like, <laughs> this is for for my reasons. Yeah, yeah. 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 Leave engineering. No, know? no. But I will be leaving engineering. Make no mistake. No, I totally get yeah, it. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, here's the reality: is that engineering is the core. All those corporate gigs yes. that we watched all the movies about someone being in a cubicle. Yeah. In our mind, that was. A cubicle entry level thing yes. and engineering was something else. That's engineering. It's yeah, the same yeah, thing. Yeah. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Now it's work from home, Zoom, maybe it's better. I don't know. I haven't been in that game for for uh for a while. Yeah. But like I went to this whole like I digressed there because I was gonna say one thing I made about that video. What were we talking about right before that? You were talking <laughs> about how you made a video where you detailed why you left engineering. I know, but right before that, what were we saying? Uh right before that I was saying how then I like Breathe in the oh yeah, yeah, okay. you're good yeah. at this, by the yeah. way. You remember exactly. <laughs> this is why I need a producer. And then we talked. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it's like I don't know if you ever like sanded wood, but like wood has grain, right? So it's like the the direction that it grows in. Yeah. If you try to sand it against it, it's way harder than when you line it up. Mm. When you sand along the grain of wood, yeah. it becomes so much easier. It's yeah. like you're supposed to be sanding with the grain. Yeah. And that's how I felt like with engineering. Like I kept going across and then when I got into comedy, I just clicked into. You're just like flowing. Yeah, it wasn't even like yeah. flowing because like I'm getting rejected on a daily basis. Yeah, Same, same for sure. But the drive to appear, the drive to show up, takes no effort yes it's just I, there's emotional damage happening there yeah, yeah, yeah. but like 90 percent of it is that drive to show up in engineering i had no drive to show up yeah. but ne financial necessity Absolutely. and pressure to show up Absolutely. and nothing wanted me to sh i didn't want to come yeah. but i had to come because i had a b and c lease rent blah 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 but with comedy it's suddenly like I, all i want to do is go but then when you go obviously yeah, it can yeah, go yeah. either way but the wanting is taken care of and that's like the majority of the battle yeah 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 absolutely no i totally relate like exactly the only thing keeping me in engineering is like the financial necessity and uh as i wait for hopefully like some projects or whatever to come to life well, or... as things like solidify exactly. in this space you just it makes it so much easier and less scary for you to just be like okay i'm just gonna do this yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. and i mean in the beginning when i first started comedy i you know you hear so many opinions of like there's only one way to do comedy and you gotta live at open mics and literally be there till 4 a.m. and this has to be your whole life and you better be, like I met this guy in New York who told me that he hits 36 open mics a week. Yeah, yeah. That's... And like you have to do all these things. And I, I was like, what? That... I'm really glad I didn't like really hear any of those things and I was kind of naive when I entered it because I would never have been able to like do that. Well, that number system will lead you astray. That's, that's the thing that COVID has kind of like, <laughs> 
disproven. Yeah. It's like we're, we're down lockdown six months and we come back up and I feel like I have progressed in just whatever mm. online content efforts I've been making. And yeah. I haven't gone up in six months. Mm. How can it be? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that that burnout approach of being like, you must do X number a week yeah. is old style. That's like yeah. trying, that's like a, a bodybuilder coach in 1963. Yeah, yeah, the advice yeah. he would give. Yeah. You gotta eat nothing but eggs, kid. And you gotta, yeah, you gotta yeah, never yeah. sleep. You gotta work out all the mm. time. Like old bad advice. You have to yeah. rest. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to take time off. You have to experience shit, do shit, so you have perspective. You yeah, know? and everyone always projects like their experience onto you. Always, like, so let's say somebody gets their big break twenty years into comedy, and then you're new. They're like, you gotta wait twenty years. Why? Because you had to wait twenty. That's how it happened for you? Yeah. Yeah, they no. always project. Um, but I see things are the wheels are spinning for you on your social media yeah. ever since you like. You kind of took an angle a little bit where you just kind of like talk directly yeah yeah yeah. you start making this con it, and it happened like in the midst of since i've had you on last time mm. and your your social media is snowballing huh yeah 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 i felt like in the beginning when i so in the beginning of covid uh i wasn't really posting anything maybe some clips here and there of stand-up and then i was like okay i really have to start posting more online and making just content for online so i started <clears throat> doing like maybe like a video once a week where I'll, I'll do like some comedy stuff. And then I started specifically putting therapy videos up because I was like, this is what I learned in therapy. And like, you know, when I was going through therapy, people were like, how's work and how's uh, comedy? I was like, yeah, they're going. But what I'm really doing is therapy. Like it felt like my full-time job. Uh, so I, I talked a lot about that. Ultimately, I feel like, in an effort to like uh, share or yes. just you want to normalize and endorse it kind of thing? Uh, I For sure normalize and endorse and promote therapy yeah. in our communities. But uh, also just to enlighten people about what I found out in therapy, which I feel is, for example, what I the stuff that I was going through or what I found out is so common to so many Muslim women. Uh, so I was like, guys, oh my God. I, I'm, I, like I remember when I first went to therapy, I was, it was like, Someone was like punching me in the face with like awareness. I was yeah. like, oh my God, you know? Uh, and it's exactly, it was all things you probably suspected or it, it pieced together yes, what pieced the together vibe everything. of like, yeah, yeah. Like it pieced together all these things you just had kind of figured out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It put a name on it and shit like exactly. that. Exactly. Imposter syndrome. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oedipus complex. Yes. <laughs> all of those. Otherwise, like I felt, that the Muslim community in particular um, just likes to kind of, uh, you know, spiritually bypass everything. Like they're like, no, you can't have a negative emotion. Like you have to. Obviously, this is like, you know, like a few years ago, but it was it's kind of like still the same thing. Yeah. Like like it I mean, you're trying to give them, you're trying to give them a, a little bit of like. Well, I, credit. Feel, I feel like it's now in the Instagram, there's like this movement for okay. like mental health. Yeah, and, sure. and almost everybody's like a therapist on Instagram and they post all these, you know, inf infographics and people are learning about a lot of things that they never knew before, like gaslighting. uh uh, narcissism, etc. Before, as like as like an, a Muslim, you could never say 
my parents are toxic human beings. Hey, 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 yeah. Oh my God. Everyone would be like, what? Why do you hate God? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, what? It's the exact same thing as an American saying anything about the government. Yes. And then someone being like, you well, don't support you the troops. Yeah. You don't support the troops. <laughs> yeah. What? I'm talking about tax. I'm talking about like homelessness. Yeah. I'm talking about like, healthcare. I'm talking about police reform. You don't yeah. support the troops. Yeah. No, I never said First of all, I do not support the yeah. troops. No, first and foremost. <laughs> hey, all my viewers are veterans. You just fucked up everything for me <laughs> she's not telling the truth she's lying stay back god bless america but um but yeah like for for sure you could never say like i think my parents are not like good to me without people saying like i guess you hate heaven i guess you don't want to get into heaven because heaven's under your mother's feet i guess you literally the hate final the creator yeah yeah, 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 yeah and you're, i'm like what are you yeah. saying so like only now have i been able to actually like you know, voice that and be like, I will never have a genuine relationship with my mother, for example. And it's just the way that it is. It's not like a, it's not like a good or bad this and that or whatever. It's just like, you know, you can actually say that and there's space for you to be able to say that and people to understand and, you know, for people to realize like, oh yeah, toxic parents and narcissistic parents is a thing and it affects us and impacts us, but you can love them regardless and still set boundaries and have empathy and still set boundaries. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, like I think I think for me, <clears throat> like it was important to kind of uh, spread that information among my friends and my my circles. And What's stuff. the response when you post rather than just like when Arab girls do this and this yeah, versus yeah, yeah. like this is what I learned in therapy? What's the different mm. response for those two types of content? Oh my gosh! If I say this is what I learned in therapy and this is my personal experience, everyone is like, "Good job!" Like. They, uh, not not that they look down on you, but they're kind of like, this is what she's going through and we're watching from afar. But if you rope them into it yeah. and you say like, you know, I notice a lot of Muslims do this or like Arab girls do this or whatever, uh, they get really defensive. They're like, no, uh, I don't know who you're saying, maybe this and that. And, you know, and it's usually the ones who are doing it who like get really defensive. Of course, defensive. of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, That's how it goes in everything, right? I got, oh my gosh, I have to tell you on TikTok, I posted something about how I believe that people should be more public about their dating in the Muslim world because I was like, there's a difference between privacy and secrecy. And a lot of times That's really- good, I like that privacy and secrecy. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of times there's a lot of like controlling narcissistic men who use secrecy as a tool to continue abusing and, and keeping women in these horrible relationships. And the women don't know because they don't talk to anybody about it because he's convinced them like our relationship is private, but actually he means secret, secret right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, and I've been in that situation with, with, with a few people actually, uh, not even just romantic relationships, like actual relationships where they're like, don't tell anyone about us or, or like what's happening or whatever, because I don't want people knowing our business. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're right. And then, you realize later they're just doing all this toxic shit and they're afraid that they'll get called out about it if someone else knows. Where in reality, if you're in a healthy relationship, what's the craziest thing you're going to tell someone about your partner that is going to make them like freak out? While, oh, he f leaves his socks on the floor. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's, it's also like it's also every day. Exactly. Except for the Muslim community, you know? Yeah. Like I'll post something with my girlfriend and I'll get DMs. Yeah. Like, Astaghfirullah. Oh, Abbas. If only your mother would see. I'll actually get a, oh a girl, a hijabi chick DMing. Yeah. <laughs> She's jealous. She wants to date you. Probably, right? 100%. I am mad at yeah. her. I just yeah. reply with a dick pic. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs>
You'll never Imagine. get it. You'll I'm never dead. get it, Khadija. I'm done. This is what no, you're like out on. Imagine my yeah. girl's like, yeah, send that dick pic. <laughs> Let her know. No, imagine. It's a team thing. Oh my no, but gosh. like I'll actually get that. Like I'm 30 in October. Now you're being introduced. I'm 30 in October. Mm. To think that me, a guy who's 30. Yeah. With like a good relationship. Yeah. It's not like it's a new chick every fucking month yeah, that yeah, I have yeah, a picture yeah, yeah. with. Same girl for a couple of years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me to post something or in the story and get the hate, it's like, how do you know we're not even married? Like, are you yeah. looking through all my things and being like, there's no Dude. ring. That means not married. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. means girlfriend. That means, like, you know, yeah. like, what, what, how? What? This that doesn't mean verse number three. That means not virgin. <laughs> that means, yeah, they're doing like Muslim math. This is not it's good. It's not like hangover meme, a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah. math calculating meme. I'm like, who are you to actually DM and be yeah. like, like shame, like get a get a life. What yeah. the fuck? That shit is so old. I feel like some this, village these are the haram police. shit. I just did an infomercial for Haram Police on TikTok yesterday. I was like, "Are you looking to shame shame someone and condemn them to hell, but you don't have the Islamic reasoning to do so? <laughs> well, join me on my show called That's a Stretch, where we learn to condemn people together and send them straight to hell. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna launch a Haram Police Academy." Because I That's feel so like, funny. yeah, I this feel like comedy one on one. Literally, now. I feel like you know, together we can make this world more unbearable. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's necessary. Oh my god! It's and like your happiness is their trigger. That's the promo code for the for the class. Please sign up. Just the thing, like just the <laughs> like just the stuff you have to put up with as a content creator that people don't even but like. I was gonna say you are now being introduced more and more to Muslim audiences. No, I, I I have big Muslim audience. Oh yes, you do. That's you, my base. Okay, but but have you ever? Oh, you, okay. You come from Windsor. No, so I come from London, which London, has a big okay. Arab population. Okay, so and you everything have been around. White. You have been around Arabs your whole life. Like, almost like, you, now I don't want to say exclusively, but in a very tight knit Arab bubble yes. of people that just came from. Palestine, mm. Syria, Iraq, like people that were all born there. So okay. we're all like fub mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not older generations. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm thinking like, for example, Hodo, Hersi, or like Nur Hadidi, they have mostly ever been around white people. Like growing up in, in their life, like Nur, for example, is life in Canada, right? Uh, so when they get introduced to the Muslim audience, it's like a whole other. So I thought you were just getting introduced to the Muslim audience, but you've, oh, you you I'm know them. Deep in, I'm, yeah, I, yeah. I, no, no, no I, it's almost like the opposite. Like, yeah. I was in school setting. Yeah. I was very deeply knit with everyone around me for the most part was white. Okay. Because I grew up in London, mostly white people. Yes. So all my good friends, like in school settings, outside, you know, all my good friends for the most part, white. Yes. White kids, right? Mm -hmm. And then outside of school is my, is my government subsidized neighborhood. Okay. Which is all Somalis. Mm. Arabs, fobs, Pakistanis, yeah. and the the masjid community, which is all Arabs. Mm -hmm. That now that is my more deeply knit connections. Gotcha, gotcha. Is that so? School, I'm hanging out with Aaron, Devin. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And after school, I like Muhammad, in my Ahmed, Muhammad, Omar. Ahmed, Abdullah, Bilal. Like we see Bilal there. We see Bilal there. A Saturday <laughs> school, Arabic school. I did it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I was in with that community yeah. way more than I was in with the white community. The white community was at work. 
Yeah, sorry, at school. Yeah, School's yeah, like yeah. work for me. Class clown, yeah, la la yeah, la, yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> but like now that I come doing to Toronto. Doing my time, doing my new material. Yeah, oh, 100%. Like I know this, the, the, <laughs> I know the Muslim hardcore Arab community vibes. Yes. And unspoken law. Yeah. More than the next person, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Mm, so okay. I'm not just getting introduced to that by any yeah, means, yeah, trust yeah, me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, like, so uh, on TikTok, I posted that video about privacy secrecy. And then um, and then after that, someone was like, uh, it's uh, um, it's courting, not dating. They got so upset that I used the word dating. And then I was like, oh, my God. What does it matter? Literally, I was like, homophobia, elitism, racism, uh, you know, women controlling men. Uh, sorry, like men controlling women. Uh, Saudi Arabia bombing Yemen poverty like all the problems in the whole entire world but the only thing that muslims care about is it's using the word dating it's not dating. It's all the word dating. It's not dating and they're just like you know to the point where um, we have intentions of marriage yeah we have intentions and there has to be of a marriage and whatever all this stuff and i was like nothing there's nothing that elicits like a body you know physiological reaction yeah. out of muslims um, as much as anything to do with dating, sex, relationships. 100%. And that is because of shame. And it is because it all comes down to policing sexuality of women. Because whose sexuality can you kind of trace and control? Women's. And so I said that. And then I got permanently banned from TikTok. Actually? Yeah, the Haram police like literally TikTok reported me. TikTok is the Haram police. TikTok is the Haram police. That's so funny. That's they, wild. Yeah, apparently. Permanently banned. Not apparently, even a shadow ban. Nope, permanently banned. Apparently, if a few people she's out, like, it's the same librarians from back in the day running TikTok. <laughs> that this bitch is out. <laughs> apparently, if if like a few ri different accounts report you, mm. um, TikTok like automatically bans you, and then and then you appeal it. Yeah, I've I've been I had shadow banned or something for a little bit. <laughs> it's freaking wild. Why did you get shadow banned? Same type of thing. I did one where it's like. I remember I did one video where uh, um, uh, a t t Jehovah's Witness comes to a Muslim guy's house. Okay. And the Muslim guy converts him. Oh, don't kill me. Yeah. And then and the end the, the the Jehovah's Witness leaves in like a jalabi and he's like, "Thank you, brother." Don't kill me. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see that. Probably he's like, he said, I, I, "What do we say?" He goes, "MashaAllah." Ah! <laughs> yeah, that was a while back. I may actually repost that just as a joke, but that would yeah. that would kill people. Uh, that was like deep in the COVID posting, but but you're right. It's freaking crazy. Like it's so dated. And you know what? I my personal opinion is if you it all traces back to forbidding alcohol. Oh, <laughs> every culture that like as soon as you forbid alcohol, alcohol is this like. And I'm not saying like I'm not like endorsing the hell out of alcohol. Like you gotta drink, everyone. It's the best. Mm -hmm. If you don't drink it. No, but I it is it thing, is please. it is the social lubricant. Yeah. When used on a mass scale, that liberates people in the fields of like sexuality and dating and all this kind of stuff. Dating yeah. is is like look at the Greeks, yeah. look at the Italians, pretty much Arabs, pretty much we're all kind of like yeah, clearly yeah, yeah. came from the same thing, but we yeah. deviate in slight different things. Yeah. And one of those is sexuality. One of those mm. is like relationships. And like you can't like I know Greek fobs who yeah. are dating openly. Normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? The guys and the girls, they hang out from a young age. Mm. Whereas what? The Muslim community? 
Oh, you, all the boys, all the boys are in class together until university. All the girls are in class together until university. No one drinks. No one looks at each other. No one talks to each other. And no one hangs out with each other. In the extreme Arab families, you're not even allowed to see or hang out with your cousins who are of the opposite gender, which is why people then start to get into relationships with their cousins because now you've forbidden it and you've made it like tempting yeah, or something yeah now weird. yeah now your cousin khadija is looking nice yeah literally right? with the freaking boots apple bottom jeans and boots with the fur but do you think it's it's forbidding <laughs> alcohol or do you think it's just forbidding in general like like i think remember we talked about shadow self last time where i was like every time you deny something for yourself and you stop yourself from being allowed to do something it becomes a fixation and it becomes a weird part of you that you hate to see in other people uh, it makes you really jealous. It makes you triggered, uh, or it makes you like infatuated when you see it. Like, it, it just makes it, it. It then controls you every yeah, time yeah, yeah, you yeah. deny it. So yeah. I, I I find that it's because of, for example, these like extreme divides in genders and off limits of any sort of dating or any any sort of like sexual expression or sexuality or whatever that then makes people like so triggered and disgusted when you post. Uh, a story with your girlfriend because yeah and they're yeah. denying it for themselves yeah. so they're so mad to see you have exactly it. they're like these are the rules as I understand them yeah and I was under the impression we're all playing by the same rules yeah and it's team mentality it's like me being on the Muslim team one day wearing like the star of the Christian team's jersey people yeah, are like what yeah, the yeah. fuck are you wearing that jersey for mm. it's pretty much the same thing of being like I'm dating now you're wearing what? That's yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. anti things of this team. You can't be dating. Yeah, yeah. So you're yeah. gonna get public hate for it. And yeah. uh, and the numbers aren't like crazy. Especially the more I've posted, the more it's like people don't really fuck around. Yeah. But yeah, at yeah. the beginning, they're like, oh! you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, literally yeah. like, oh! yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, like people don't even know this, but like in Saudi and like the extreme versions of this, they have like what's called the Hayya or whatever, the, the Islamic police. Yeah. And like when my friends grew up there and hung out, if you're hanging out with girls. Yeah. In a got, cafe or something, in a cafe, they'll arrest you like, or they'll take they'll, you. And people will have fake wedding rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People do fake wedding rings so oh, they wow. can tell the people they're married. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fucking workarounds that are so stupid yeah. and put you like that put that male female like dynamic. Mm decades behind all these developing nations yeah, when people yeah, are actually yeah. exposed to each other and work with each other from a young age. And and, and if you want to speed that up, yeah. you got to introduce a little bit of alcohol. Okay, all I'm right? Down. Yo, I swear to God. The conclusion is the most staunch. alcohol is the way of liberation. I'm not saying that necessarily, <laughs> but in the case of like aggressive Muslims, get this person drunk. Yeah, okay? loosen them up a bit. Get them drunk and then to the point where he fucks them up. And then the next day, see that's that's what happened with me, because I was Your such first a, experience. My first experience. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't lose my virginia until, actually, that's not true. I'm not gonna say that. But they all kind of lined up together. Gotcha. Because gotcha. right when I was like really unraveling, because yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. when you were breaking the back. most hardcore. My mom was like, till this day, my mom yeah, was yeah, like yeah. next level, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, for so long, I thought if I ever had a drink. I would never be the same. Mm. I would not be the same human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would change. There was a fear that you will change. Change for the worst. For the worst. Yes. You are damned. You are yeah. a damned creature waiting hell. Uh, just a waiting hell. Yes. Like I actually thought if I drink at 20, it doesn't yeah. matter all the good deeds I do after that. I'm already mm. I'm already tarnished. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So the first time I drank and the next day I was normal. 
I had all my faculties about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's when you started to unravel like, You're like, oh. I didn't turn into Lucifer himself. Exactly. It's like yeah. that. the village, M. Night Shyamalan's yeah. movie was like, don't go past that tree because yeah, there's yeah, monsters. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you always like believe it. Yeah. And then one day you go past the tree and it's regular society that's 100 years past your yeah, village. Yeah, 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 You're like, yeah, what yeah. the fuck? I thought yeah. there was supposed to be monsters yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, no, not mm. at all. Like, So you, that's what the experience was like for that's you. That's what the experience was like. I was like, oh, this is just the thing that like if used a lot, can definitely harm you. Yeah. And the in the Islamic call, uh, like religion went about forbidding it completely. The original mm -hmm. story is it was allowed, but then the people fucked up with it, so yeah, it got yeah, forbidden. Yeah. That's the story with yeah. with alcohol. So it was like I was like, okay, the the book says I cannot do this, so I cannot do this. Yeah. But then once I actually had my own experience, and like tested myself to think independently. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. Like, oh shit, that's what that's the real thing. Is like. If they try A, B, and C, their mind, that's why the US government was so against LSD mm. in the 60s. Because yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. doing LSD suddenly didn't, they had a huge drop for respective authority. Yes. They had a minuscule numbers of enrolling in the army compared to people who didn't do LSD. All these things that directly threaten the institution. Yes. So they're like, they're, LSD they're is control. illegal. This is this yeah. will kill you. This is illegal. That's mm. the same thing for Islam, alcohol. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. the person does the thing we forbid yeah. and then they see nothing happened, yeah. then I realize, oh, they every rule is subject to my discretion. Yes. Every As it rule, should be. As it, it should, should be. be. Aren't you your own individual? Exactly. Shouldn't you have your own personal belief system? Even if you ascribe to something, like let's say let's say tomorrow you're like you know I'm gonna be uh, like a, a Buddhist or or even like my friend is vegan and, and she vegan? says and she says like <laughs> the amount of policing that happens in the community like uh, the vegan community she's speaking to her own experience right yeah. she's you know they'll be like you can't use this oil because this comes from that and you can't use that whatever whatever and then they try and like in certain ways sometimes in a lot of these groups these try and discredit you they try and be like well you're not a real vegan because you did this or you're not a whatever whatever it's the same thing it's so similar same with like buddhism if, if like you're gonna let's say enter buddhism and you're gonna take some practices like you know if someone says well you're not a real buddhist who are you this is my life and i'm choosing and i'm i'm like i know there's a, a bad connotation to the word picking and choosing but you quite literally That's have life. to do That's that all with of your life. beliefs yeah, you should. All of life is exactly that. Yeah. You pick and choose what you like. What works for and you. you discard what, that's all, your Netflix, every modern day algorithm yeah. is based on the principle of picking and choosing. Yeah. You know what I mean? We'll optimize this algorithm for this person based on what they pick and choose. Mm. We'll present them on the thing yeah. that they will likely pick and choose in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like exactly, not everybody's yeah. supposed to endorse and embrace everything. You like some yeah, things, you don't like some things. Exactly. If I like my life with 20% Buddhism yeah. and 20% Islam yeah. and 60% go with the flow, yeah. then so be it. You exactly. don't have to be 100% anything. Exactly, yeah. You people know, love people being a single thing. Yeah, because then you're easy to One figure box. out. One box, exactly. You're easy to figure out, and then they, they think they have you f completely figured out, and then they can pass judgment on you. Oh. They can impose their opinions. They can project what have you. But if you're, like, multilayered and complicated, then it throws them off. It scares them. They don't know how to figure you out. And it's like, but human beings are multi-dimensional, and you know what I mean? There's, like, free-spirited. There's so many parts to them. It's so fun. Like, when I used to make videos about, like, I'll make, like, videos being, like, Arab people. Because I Sudan is, like, an extent. It's, like... Arabic is my first language. The yeah. Arab culture is literally like my culture, right? Yeah. 
So by that extension, I say I consider myself Arab as well as African, as mm -hmm. well as Sudani, as mm -hmm. well as black. Yes. So I can make a video any day about black experience and who the fuck are you to tell me that you are Arab or you are Sudani? Yeah. But that happens all the time. I'm making a, a video about being some Arab thing. Yeah. And they'll be like, you're not even Arab. I'll make a video about a black thing. Mm. Be like, you're not even black. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like people just want you in one thing. Yeah. What are you? Just tell us one box. They want to type that you were. What is it? Yeah, Which yeah, one yeah, is yeah. it? You can't be multiple. Yeah. You can't be multiple. Which one is it? Choose one. So annoying. You know? Yeah. I feel Open like and shut. It's team mentality. A yeah. or B. Are you Democrat? Yeah. Or are you the other one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, then are they you on the middle? The Which one are you voting for? Or like, you know, trust you and with credibility or whatever. Yeah, I, I find social media is like that too. It's really annoying. Like you can only really talk about two things that you do. Like you, you either are an exercise person and a foodie or, you, you know, you can't talk about the million other things you do like outside of that because then it's like too much to keep track of and people don't like it. You know? what i mean but back to your point about um lsd being illegal so i tried shrooms for the first time in september <laughs> we lost her <laughs> get the sheikh literally get the sheikh the first thing i ever did ever i had never Haram even <laughs> Haram. Just i had never even yeah Haram. Literally, literally zum -zum wire. i had never even uh, smoked weed, smoked shisha even, smoked <sighs> a cigarette, nothing. And then I did shrooms. Uh, but it was very, like, intentional. I did so much research about it. I talked to so many people about it. Um, and I was like... It's an experience. Yeah, it was an experience. And I was so excited. I read so many blogs about it, like people's experiences oh, and stuff. It was How great. How would I go? It went really well. Um, the two takeaways, I think, that I had read was... Um, uh, set an intention and uh, surrender yourself to the experience. Like, don't try and be like, oh my God, I want out, which I kind of did in the beginning, like the first 30 minutes, because I was feeling all these like physiological Because it didn't come up yet. So yeah, yeah, your yeah. mind was like, yeah, it can be anything. Fuck, why yeah, did I get it? It's like when, you, the, when the, hella, uh, the, the roller coaster goes, going up. Yeah, 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 that yeah, point yeah, is when you're like, like oh, fuck, shit, yeah, and exactly. then you have fun, right? Exactly, exactly. So like 30 minutes and I basically made the decision like, listen, your body, you put something in your body and your body's reacting to it. It's responding. This is what you wanted. So enjoy it. And then at that point, I was like, okay, that's it. We're going to have fun. I'm going to surrender. And and then I was sitting by the water with my friend uh, at Sutter Island and we're like watching the geese and whatever. And my instinct usually in nature is to like do tasbih, like when I'm out yeah, in nature. Okay. So I'll yeah. just be like, whatever, subhanAllah, subhanAllah, bihamdi. And then... Say prayers. Yeah. like Give like, thanks. Like, exactly. Yeah. Like, like kind of religious affirmations yeah, yeah. i guess yeah that's exactly yeah, that's and good. and then i'm like sitting and i'm doing that and i was like wait a minute i'm still muslim like literally i was shocked because my whole life it was like drugs and not even just drugs hard drugs oh my gosh like you know you're you, you like you can't ever approach this you know you without being uh kafir and it's like like without you know just entering like becoming an infidel basically and like it's not just Muslim, it's society in general. There's so much stigma and taboo around anything that, any drugs, right? And um, and it was wild. I feel like it kind of reintroduced me to myself. First of all, I, I felt extremely empathetic on it. I, I felt way less anxious. Like my anxiety oh, almost disappeared. Beautiful um, feeling, huh? So great. You felt so in tune with the soil. So we were sitting on the tune. grass, the yeah. water, yes. every everything animal. Everything sharp, everything, like the sounds and, and the colors. And I closed my eyes and I could see in color and I was like, what? I guess I guess that means normally I'm always dreaming in black and white because it's like the first time I see color. Uh, and it was like, I think, okay, this was a huge, uh, I guess, epiphany or whatever for me. 
so you know how like when we're younger we're like all pieces of shits kind of like mm-hmm. in in high school everyone is like problematic and racist and homophobic and what have you at least at least like when i was in high school now i think the generation is like no a lot it's more still aware. exactly the same okay yeah unfortunately yeah, 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 yeah. it's still exactly the same i feel like my nieces are gen z and my nieces and nephews and stuff and tiktok for example it's like if you're if you're straight, you're not cool. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, oh they... <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, hundred percent. So I think they're a bit better about certain things, right? Um, the dating scene in yeah. fifty years is gonna make people like us our yeah. minds explode. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, know? for sure. People will be like, are gonna be so Just fluid, so chill about yeah, everything. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. In fifty years, we're gonna be like, <laughs> what is it with these people? Choose a gender. What do you want? <laughs> what do you want? Huh? We're gonna be like the haram police. Yeah, uh, right. People are gonna be dating like. Yeah, it's wild. I'm learning a lot, like, from my nieces and stuff, like, asking a lot of questions. And, um, but anyways, like, okay, so. You're like, which gender is better? (laughs) They're like, what's gender? You're like, oh, my God. Literally, they're like, what's gender? What's gender? 100%. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so back in high school, like, I knew that there was a lot of problematic things I had. And just, like, you know, trigger warning, like, anti-blackness, so awful, but. Uh, you know, I think I, we talked last time about how there's lots of racist jokes in Arabic. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. I remember, like, one time there was, like, this uh, uh, girl that, like, would hang out with, with, with us and stuff. And I would be, like, I was, like, oh, my God, she's so pretty. And I remember my sister being, like, yeah, she's she's pretty, but unfortunately she's black. So, like, she'll <laughs> never be full pretty. Like, do you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like, But how old was your sister? She was older. I would have like been in her 20s? Yeah. Damn. And I was like, and I was like, oh, She's watching okay. this right now. Like, I've right? changed. Right? I've changed. I, I literally had to be like, I, I asked for permission. Like, is this person pretty? And she said, no. Like, because they're black, right? And you still knew something about it was off, right? Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. And I was like, that's unfortunate. Like, I really thought that I could call her pretty. Like, I really thought I could believe she's pretty, right? Because it's also when you're younger, kind of the adults tell you what to yeah. believe. Yeah. And then I remember, like, I went to Egypt in 2007 and Beyonce was uh, people's most beautiful woman of the year. Literally everybody was, like, snickering and they're like, <laughs> how can a black woman be beautiful? I'm like, do you even know Beyonce? And Our it's, literal and it's God. Egypt of all places. I know. They're all the exact same complexion as Beyonce, if not darker. Yeah, <laughs> you know if not what I mean? darker. That's so funny. Like Nubians yeah. and stuff. And anyways, so there was a lot of anti-blackness uh, that I was taught and that I learned. And I remember like I had to unlearn a lot of it. And it's almost like you have to convince yourself like of new uh, beauty standards. So you have to be like, this is beautiful. No, this, this is, is yeah, yeah. You have to and tell it's tough. yourself. And the later you do that in life, the harder it is. You yeah, know? because you've believed something for so long, right? Yeah. And uh, and it's same with body types, like like uh, skinny, whatever, medium build, all that kind of stuff. And so, anyways, um, I had to do that for for like a long time for me to redefine beauty standards for myself and and what I found attractive and stuff. And then, uh, but I think like deep down. A, a part of me was always scared that like you're just putting on a show you're not actually progressive and open-minded you're just uh being performative yeah. because this is what society wants of you right now and you're actually a piece of shit 
racist homophobic person deep down and if you were ever to be not sober and unfiltered then those parts of you would come out gotcha and so i was so scared that that was gonna happen gotcha and then you don't trust yourself yeah exactly yeah. always comes down to like lack of self-trust yeah and then and lack of self-awareness because if you really knew yourself you would trust yourself yeah yeah right and so what so i i'm on the shrooms and i was with my friend she's queer uh damn this is a <laughs> crazy you're taking a big leap huh she's one of my best friends no no no, not yeah, 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 yeah. i'm saying the mushrooms she's yeah. queer you know what i mean there was guys around us all right Dead. yeah i know yeah. whatever yeah, the reason exactly. why i'm saying she's queer is because she started telling me a story about uh her relationship and and like her previous relationship and how it was wild and whatever and then I'm following along in this story. It's like wild. Every time she, you're so empathetic, right? Every time she introduces a character, I become that character. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Then she introduces another one. And I'm like, whoa. And then, uh, anyways, and then she, um, I, I, like, I, and then I'm like gendering everyone correctly. And then at one point I like, I put my hand on her knee and then I was like, wait, can I put my hand here? And then I was like, oh my God, I'm such a great person. I was gendering everyone correctly. I asked for consent. I'm not a horrible shitty ass human being that I thought I was. And then you, you know? realize you said all that out loud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I did. I told her. I was like, <laughs> I'm not a piece of shit after all. I gendered everyone correctly. Like what? <laughs> did I say that out loud? Literally, literally. Oh she's, my God. And she's really cool. So I did say that out loud. But yeah, it was huge for me to realize like these are my actual values and there's not some demon inside of me that's like, gonna come out and be yeah, like, like we, some, we were lying this yeah. whole time yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're just yelling it over and over oh my god literally so in turns a way out she was really really she had some mushrooms <laughs> and she's staunchly racist how many times do you yeah. hear that though about like this person drank and then they were staunchly racist but that's because with they drinking, actually are with drinking no but i feel like any sort of like inebriation like if you're not fully in yourself but that means that that person actually is racist. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah exactly. right it's like that's when you're uninhibited you're yes, unchained right? exactly yeah so it's one thing to have fear that your unchained self will surface and your unchained self will be exposed to be a shitty person exactly and it's another thing to actually drink and then be a horrible bigot yeah, yeah, yeah you know yeah, yeah. and then be like sorry guys i had a corona it's like no yeah yeah, yeah. no dude you had yeah. two beers <laughs> and you went on a <laughs> r like a t like you went on a diatribe about race yeah, after yeah, two yeah, beers yeah, you're yeah. a racist you know what yes, I mean? yes yes yeah, yeah so i was afraid of like that happening like i was like oh my god what if i actually am or whatever but turns out like but that's the fear about all these things yeah you lose no matter what, there's no idea of moderation. There's yes. no idea of dosages or nothing. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, go take one Advil right now versus yeah. 10, and it's a totally different thing that's going to happen mm -hmm. to you, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, have some microdose or have a, a full three and a half grams or two or whatever yes. you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, depending on what you do is what will happen. Exactly. You know, yeah, if you yeah, have yeah, one yeah. beer versus 10, totally, there's no conversation of moderation. And there's no yes. appetite for the Muslim because to try things. Yes. These are forbidden, but there's there's never anybody like, yes, you cannot do this, but live your own life. Be a good person. Yeah. Try, but remember that 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 is how some people were raised. Not me. Yeah. That's a like, that's a no. life like that's that's a child rearing that is void of shame right where it's like try something explore and then come to your own decisions and these are some guidelines that you might like to fall back on or follow or whatever like that's how it should be right but instead it's like this is your whole being and this is the be all end all there's nothing outside of this and if you dare venture outside of this then you will be engulfed and eaten by satan in the himself. hellfire yeah 
And it manifests itself in everything. I remember yes. till this day being in grade two and three, part of a soccer team called the Speedy Transports, a little yeah. soccer team in London, like little kids soccer. Yeah. And how like I would always be so afraid if it was a breakaway, I'd be so afraid to shoot. Mm -hmm. And for so long it was similar to that, yeah. where I'd be so afraid to try my fullest mm -hmm. if it came something outside the academic space. Mm -hmm. Cause I was like, I was always comfortable in the academic space. Yeah. I can handle this, yeah. this is my court. Yeah. And then this, and, and like verbal jousting, conversation, talking, I can handle these two things. Yes. But sport, physicality, this kind of stuff, I realized what it was is I had such a fear of failure, mm. such an ingrained fear of failure because I was like driven into me that you must be perfect. Yes. Pray five times a day. How's this, that realistic this, this, this. As a It's not realistic, but even at second, third grade, I remember I would never want to kick the ball. I would never want to, I'd oh, pass wow. it, I'd do everything, but when it came to shooting at the net, I wouldn't want to shoot ever. Oh, wow. And now I look back, because I was so afraid to miss, I wasn't yeah, willing yeah, to shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, what a line. Yeah. What a line. That I wouldn't shoot, you know? Yeah. And, and, so afraid to fail, like in front of my parents or whatever, yeah, that yeah, I was yeah. like, I'm not even going to try. Because yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. I can't fail. Yeah, that much pressure on a child. Like, like a friend, I was talking to a friend of mine and he was like, why the hell does like a seven-year-old know all about mortality and like, and heaven and hellfire and like all these things? Like, that's so much to bear on the shoulder of like any human, let alone a child who should be engulfed in their childhood and just like lightheartedness and all that kind of stuff, right? It's just insane. And I feel, I'm really resentful for the way that I was taught, um, right and wrong obviously there's so many there's so much beauty in religion and stuff right but when it's taught from a very shame controlling you know uh like it's all about the approach fear -based yeah it's approach. all about the approach approach yeah, yeah. then it's it's really hard nothing wrong with any of these religions it's yeah not particularly nothing wrong i'm not talking shit about any muslim person for sure i'm just saying being like when it has passed down generation to generation and yeah. you don't even know the teachings of the book. You yeah. just know the bastardized version of what you were taught. Exactly. That's what you're teaching. You're not being like, turn to Surat Al-Ankabut yeah, and then yeah, read yeah. that first line. Yeah. That's how we will act. Yeah. No, your fucking knees will not be showing. Yeah. You're not going to be around girls. If you've yeah. got a project partner at school, yeah. it better not be a girl. Yeah, request. Like you better, request yeah. Oh, grade six. I remember <laughs> I remember my brother had a, a school partner up yeah. for a project that was a girl and she yeah. called the house. And I picked up the phone and like my mom picked like, up the other phone and, and he was talking to her <gasps> and like a project. Yeah, yeah, and my yeah. mom was just waiting the whole time like this, just glaring, <laughs> waiting for him to get off the phone. And I'm like, I knew it was a project. And it, I knew it was a project. And in my mind was like, you idiot, what are you doing? You get a guy as a partner, you fucking nut job. Are you crazy? Like that was my mindset. Like you crazy motherfucker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like imagine You have a that. death wish. You, you have a death, death wish. wish. A girl partner for science. Are you nuts? We're done. We're both done. We're all getting punished. Yeah, we're all getting beat. Crazy, oh but gosh. you know what? If if we had very well adjusted proper ones, yeah, we'd probably just be doing some office job, yeah, super content. <laughs> That's true. Such we healthy lifestyle. Yeah, comedy. exactly. No yeah. anxiety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything <laughs> chemically perfect. We're just emotionally regulated. Exactly. Oh yeah. my god, my uh, <laughs> coworker is this white dude. Literally the best human being ever, and uh, no trauma. No trauma. He's just. Just a good no person. No trauma. He's so fucking funny. He's so hilarious. When I see people like that, it's like he, a zoo. It's like, damn, you literally, were just. <laughs> he's so funny. And I ask him all the time. I'm like, I'm like. Uh, so you were hugged every day? <laughs> Don't kill me. 
Sometimes <laughs> twice. <laughs> I'm just, I'm like, I'm like, so let me get this straight. Like, you don't, you're so funny and you don't have an inclination to get attention. Yes. I was like, you don't want him to get attention? He's like, no, I feel fine. I feel fulfilled. I'm like, how? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm such an attention where I constantly want attention. Like, I never shut the fuck up. And if I shut up in real life, I, you best believe I'm There's not something shutting in it up. For you. I'm yeah. not shutting up in my journal. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? I'm going to write about this shit. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't find a. I didn't get a spot to talk. But I'm fucking. I remembered it all. I remembered every rebuttal. Exactly. This would have been good to say. And then she said, "Or that. like, I'm not done talking about this. Yeah. You know, 65 pages later in my journal. Yeah. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. But I was talking about like the the concept of like right and wrong and stuff like that. I feel like growing up, I was taught. Uh, you know, this is right because God's going to be happy. And this is wrong because it's uh, a sin and you're going to, it's going to like the balance is, you yeah. know, we're like freaking accountants yeah. From oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. of like good and bad or whatever. You have and your hasanat here. And if you pray Jama'ah, you get seven times the hasanat. Exactly. It's a number system. If It's a number system, literally. If I used to you, do the math of it. Okay. Yeah. All right. I stole. I did <laughs> pray Jama'ah with eight people. Okay. All right. I think I'm good. If I can so get one 70, Friday. Yeah. I'm on a net. Yeah. Uh, if I lead total a, of 10. If I lead yeah. Maghrib tonight i'm good <laughs> you know and then it was like mind games it was like if you have the intention to do something good and you don't do it you get the, the reward for doing yeah, it yeah, yeah, and yeah. if you do it you get 10 times the reward so you always be it. like my and, intentions were good exactly and if you have the intention to do something bad but you don't do it then you don't get anything literally like you're like just calculating that's everything. why we're all good at math we're all engineers 100%. every muslim that's why we're good at math is because we have the hasanat the good deed system literally, we've been doing math in our head this whole time literally instead of being like if you do this action look at how if you call name call someone or whatever hurt an animal look at them now look at the consequence of your action now they're sad and then you know you have guilt which is different than shame by the way guilt uh, is something uh, an emotion that you feel after an action that you do versus shame says you're a horrible human being in general you are bad as a human being right um like you know you could have that guilt and then you could uh, that's how you develop your morals and stuff right so yeah i i feel like really resentful because until this day i'll be like my cat's being such a piece of shit and i'm like whatever god is watching and he's gonna reward me for like not being uh mean to my cat yeah yeah i'm right? like what i kind of think is this you're being gifted literally yeah. and it's kind of like selfish in that way because you're like i'm only being good because i know someone else is watching and i'm gonna like you're not truly acting out of a selfless like motive exactly yeah exactly i don't know you know what i think like eventually i i i was resentful at one point but i'm not resentful anymore because it's like this they what they taught me is a probably way chiller version of what they got taught true so not my parents but but keep going but in we'll, the case yeah. of my parents yeah, right yeah, yeah. so i give them the benefit of that a lot of the shit they they messed up and they didn't do the way i would think of it yeah, yeah, i would yeah. go about it now but i wasn't them at that time with six kids one income living yeah, in yeah, this yeah. learning the language you know i wasn't there I, so i give them the benefit of the doubt i mean we're here yeah even though i didn't like engineering at least i got the degree at least i was a professional for a little bit a yeah. lot of people can't say that uh, it gave me perspective for you sure. know what i mean for so sure. it's like even though they pushed me and they did all these things 
it made me who I am today, so I have no regrets. And I think you, you're yeah, probably yeah, in the yeah. same boat. Because it's mean, like, yeah, I definitely feel like I'm still too close to it, and I'm still processing that I haven't come to like the full acceptance that you've come to. Yeah, I still feel like I got but some self anger acceptance in me. is what you learn, right? Yes. And like whatever led to you but today, also accepting them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. accepting what, whatever what, led to yeah. you. Yeah. As you are today, you mm. must accept as well. Okay. Yes. I'm not whether, there whether yet, you sure. are emotionally like <laughs> yeah, cool yeah, with yeah. it. Yeah. Or not? I'm definitely not there yet. Yeah. Like the way, the way, okay, because there is like so many girls. Like, I, I and it's harder for women. I re I recognize that. I, I see how my sisters had it and how my sister has mm. it till this day. Yes. My little sister wants to go on vacation. Yeah. My mom's like, I'll come with you. I'll come. We'll go anywhere. What yeah. do you want to go? I'm like, she has to go alone. Yeah, she has yeah, to go yeah. with her friends. Why? 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 She's not going anywhere alone. Like I'm yeah, like, oh my, like, she's like 24. So much control. I'm yeah. Like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay. So like, um. Therapy is like really, really difficult because every time I go to therapy, at least especially in the beginning, every time I go to therapy, I feel sometimes the the breakthroughs that we have make me sick to my stomach because I'm like, oh, my God, like again, again, like this, the low self-worth or whatever, like just just seeing how many uh, ways your childhood has, is impacting you as an adult and how it's coming out in like so many ways. And you're just like, oh, my God, I thought we got over this. Nope, it's coming up again here. It's coming up again there. Right. And so I feel like uh, a, like a, a lot of times uh, I'll, I'll see girls who like have really high self-worth or self-confidence and then they'll say something like they'll be like um i don't know why i have really high confidence like i was just born not giving a fuck and like you know maybe all of you guys should try it too and like not give a fuck and then in the same sentence they'll be like yeah and my parents had a very loving relationship with me and they loved me and, they, and like whatever all this stuff i'm like excuse me it's literally the reason yeah, 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 it's right. literally why you had stability exactly yeah. Yeah, and yeah. now like the more i think about it the more i realize that trauma is like poverty. Like, oh, yeah. it's nobody's fault that they have it. But when you have it, it's like that much more that you have to work against in order for you just to be baseline. Oh, and trauma in poverty. Oh, my God. It's like the worst. It's like exponential. But that is the that is the the brewing grounds, we'll say. Yeah. For talent. Okay, yes. You know that's, I mean? that's a positive That's how it goes. It. That's just how it goes. You got to get fucked at the beginning yeah, yeah, yeah. to shine at the end. But it depends on your right? on your coping mechanism. Oh, a lot of people have have fallen yes. in, the, in their path and growth. A lot of people I know have are in prison or dead yeah. or just bums, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm -hmm. And by that, I don't mean on the street homeless. I mean at home collecting like disability, figuring mm -hmm. out how to get the next disability thing like mm -hmm. that they're on that cycle but out of a lot of the most talented people i know mm -hmm. me personally uh i can't say first, any of them first came and foremost myself yes they either had <laughs> lack of stability mm -hmm. yes. early death experience okay early immigration came uh, to did this you country have early death experience no like i had a death experience like a couple years ago but oh, okay. My thing is the lack of stability. And yes. so poverty, death experience, like I have all the factors, yeah, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? I'm all like, the I'm about to slam dunk. Yeah, checklist. I'm waiting on something to yeah. pan up. Is this the Reno I'm like, I did all the things. Trauma. I've done yeah. all the pain. When does the good shit come? <laughs> yeah. But I got these curtains, which is pretty nice, right? Amazing. So it looks things great. Things are working out. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, across the board, you know what yeah. I mean? All the people in there. Wait, list all of them. Uh, un instability, lack of uh, physical affection as a child. Yeah, I call I I, I I put that with instability. Okay, so that's all instability. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. then early death experience. What Big, else? I mean, I had we 
we're six kids. Yeah. And my dad works six days a week. Like we absent father. I figure. never same with yeah, me. yeah. My same dad was me. constantly working yeah. and we were six kids. Yeah. So when he was I didn't there, know you were six, I was in the way. middle. Oh yeah. I, didn't know you were I was number four of six. <gasps> You know what I mean? So that's where the that's you what you call neglected. that's the talent slot right there. <laughs> that's the slot. Four or five right of there. five. I'm yeah, five yeah. of five. Four, uh, three, four, five. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. The final one, my little brother, he had his car paid. He had his. He was there was financial help uh, for him, but at this point, like my parents are way older than him. Yes. So yes. that's a whole new weird type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. None of nobody had a good scenario in my family, but I mean, like in the grand scheme of things, we had it pretty good. We all yes. came here. Went to school. Yeah. We got. I got braces in grade two. I yeah. mean, I'm not. I'm not like dodging shells and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got our tetanus. We have healthcare. You know what I mean. Yeah, in the yeah, grand yeah. scheme of things, we had it pretty good. But the problem was, it was trying to like have this weird village style raising in the middle of Ontario. Yes. It's like in the house versus outside are totally different. I have the pressures of in the house. Outside, yes. where I have to act outside, but with the pressures of in the house, and in the house, I have to act with the yeah. rules of in the house, with like the pressures of like it's like this coexisting weird shit that mm. I think it. If you look at the NBA, I bet you ninety percent of the people in the NBA were not privileged growing up. Mm. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As in the case with anything besides like any sport that requires some sort of privilege, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. hockey, you gotta pay, hockey's crazy expensive. Mm -hmm. If you're a parent of a hockey player, you gotta drive, take him to the thing, all the padding, the cost of everything is a lot. Lacrosse, uh, fucking te tennis isn't the most expensive, but tennis, racing, mm -hmm. all those ones that you need money to actually like in invest and support a dream. Yeah, and those develop you your skill. Those yeah. need some level of like, middle income and above to actually yes. like foster that kid. Mm. But like soccer, basketball, all the dirt poor yeah, ones, yeah, 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 it's yeah. all, the best ones are always came from nothing. Mm. I mean, that's, I think that's just the, 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 the yin and yang of the world, you know? I, I would agree with that. It's kind of like an escapism for your traumatic life and childhood. Like, you know what I mean? And I found escapism through storytelling and through comedy when I was younger. Uh, it was like, by the way, I was a previous member of the Haram Police, if not the chief oh, yeah. of the Haram oh, me Police. Too. Me too. I mean, I wouldn't say I was the chief, but I was probably mid-ranking. You know oh, what I, mean? I was high yeah. in the ranking. I was putting in for lieutenant positions, you know? <laughs> they were sending me out. For What's highest? What's highest? Now that we're talking troops. Captain, colonel. I was colonel. I was I, captain. I was requesting to be sent out for leadership training. Okay, so you, <laughs> you would know? have been my... <laughs> I was mid-level. I would have been your superior. Yeah, oh, 100%. Okay, okay. Yeah, you're like, I saw them hold hands but not kiss. What should I do? Shame them. <laughs> Shame them shame. Yeah. Oh my god, shame them right away. I would have yeah. freaked out. I would have like screamed. Yeah. Um, so in high school, like my friends, they were caught in a dilemma. They they really loved hanging out with me because I was so fucking funny. I was like the life of the party. I was hilarious. The only ever time I saw myself be as hilarious as I was in high school was when I was on the shrooms, by the way. Because yeah. I was you like- killing it. Killing it, oh my God. Yeah, uninhibited. Yeah, uninhibited. No anxiety getting in the way. No anxiety, no overthinking. Yeah. Getting in the way, you're just sharp, you're just witty, you're just like on the ball, whatever. That's how I was in high school. You got a mushrooms addiction on stage. Yes. I'm gonna see it. Like, I need, I need some stems. <laughs> literally, literally when I wanna come like yeah. I need content. some stems. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I gotta get on stems. I need stems. Anybody got stems? Literally. So I was like that in high school, and I would imitate like our teachers. And I would every day in lunchtime, we went to Islamic school for high school, and the guys 
would take Damn, over you went to an Islamic school too. Yeah, I went to Islamic school all throughout. Yeah. And the guys would take over the gym and obviously like hot on for us to play with them in the gym. And Islamic schools are underfunded. So we had nothing to do yeah. except sit. And watch. And watch. And so the girls would be like, tell us a story. And then I would just come alive and entertain them and whatever. Yeah, yeah. So they loved hanging out with me because it was so fun and hilarious. But... They couldn't tell me anything because the second anything regarding relationships, boyfriends, like drugs, hanging out, whatever, mall, any of that stuff came out, I would turn. And the extracurriculars. Yeah, yeah I would go crazy. Yeah. I would be like, what the hell? Are you Are you trying to go to hellfire? Yeah, like, yeah, you have yeah. to get better. And I genuinely thought, like, this is how I have to you, save them. Same thing. Yeah. Same. So they wouldn't tell we're me anything. We're the product of the same type of, like, yeah, we're bringing. just like, yeah, like in case my mom is watching. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm doing it. I'm being what you want me to be. And you know? I genuinely thought that. I was like. Same, same, same. Totally yeah. convinced. That's why, I, like, I didn't, I didn't lose my virginity until, like, for a guy, it's pretty late, but, like, yeah. 21. Like, I actually thought, yeah, if yeah, I have yeah. sex, yeah. I'm going to be done. I'm yeah. tarnished. I can't get into heaven. Mm. And, like, that started to, like, fade away in my late teens. Mm. But I was still hanging on. I was in engineering school. I was still yeah. hanging on to yeah, it yeah, tight, yeah, you know? Yeah, it was yeah. until my final year of university. I was like, fuck this shit. Yeah, Because yeah, your yeah. body is telling you a totally different thing, mm. you know? Yeah. So it's like... I was so convinced, so convinced. Yeah. But it's just like the, you know, you 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 were sold a dream and you were sold a story and you bought the hell out of it. Yes. You bought the hell out of it. And you know what I mean? It, it's and like we bought a shitty, shitty car that a salesman sold the hell yeah, out of us, yeah, huh? Yeah. We've and been driving it for 10 years. Like, this is the best car. Totally. And you know what's interesting? The Hanan police that are still going strong, still Captain Colonel, whatever, who are watching us, previous uh, Hanan police, uh, <laughs> reformed, whatever, you know, Haramis, uh, they. They would watch us and they would be like, oh, the, the dunya got to them. Yeah. Uh, the temporary life, the temptations got to them. They weren't strong enough, you know? And it's so wild because, like, I understand that way of thinking. And so that voice is in my head a lot, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, I, I literally, the duality of that. Because yes. I was that yeah. for more than I've been this. Yes, same. <laughs> same. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like that's your version one programming. So you can't muffle that. You can't fully mute that. Even though you're yeah. on version three and four programming, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? You know how to act, but like deep down, it's like, because oh, it's hard. I'm like, shut up, get down yeah. there. You're because old, you know? You f do you feel like you're disappointing younger you, version one of you? Like if version one of you could see you now, they'd be like, what are you no, doing? I more feel bad for younger me that's, than I do. I feel like that's the right That's I that's more right feel like, fuck. Uh, and like I said, in the, Version in, the one spirit, was brainwashed. in the spirit of being like, you can't regret because then you say, I, uh, you know, like I'm where I'm at. I'm happy where I'm at. Yeah. Because I have like, I'm, I built my life right now. So it's like a ton, like I control what's happening mm -hmm. and I love it. You know yeah. what I mean? So everything that leading, led me up this moment, I love it. Yes. You know, I accept it fully. But at I the same that. time, there's so I many you're things. so optimistic and yeah. grateful and like positive and that's so wonderful. Yeah, that really impacts your quality of life and your mental health. I'm going to cry in the shower after you leave though. <laughs> yeah, you don't get that. The podcast doesn't get that. Ah, <laughs> Why I'm did we done. bring up triggering things? I'm done. I'm going to the dunya. <laughs> Slapping myself and I'm shit, dead. like a Shia. <laughs> you know I mean? Oh man! <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like I I look back, I'm like, damn, you were uptight. Yeah, I was so so uptight, so uptight. And it's because of all the things you denied for yourself, right? Like I remember my buddy, my good friend JD in first year. He was like, 
he had a girl on his res who had a crush on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd be like, ah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I would like, literally no, be like, no, ah, no, no haram. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. I would like evade her all the time. Yeah, he was like, yeah, what yeah. the fuck, bro? Like, yeah. And I'm just like so confused because I want to, but I'm yeah. like, I mustn't. Oh, yeah. I'll ruin myself. Anybody who had a crush on me in like university or high I'll school, I would myself. fight with them. And yeah, I'd be yeah, like, yeah. you're disgusting. I'll, I'll yeah, I'll extinguish <laughs> this. You know what I mean? So I, it's not confusing anymore. Yeah, like yeah, all yeah. that. I'm like, man, I was so uptight. What was I, what was mm. I thinking? Like I had like a 90s average. Yeah. I'm like, I think I could have gotten in the same program if I had an 80s average yeah. and chilled a little bit more. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think I would have been ended up in the same place. I wouldn't have had all these physio like physiological like manifestations of my stress. Yeah. But I just got over biting my nail during this COVID. I've been biting oh my, my nail permanently since I was in grade one. That's a for huge 20 thing to get something over. Year. Oh yeah, it took years and years and years. I, I've just been biting them a little bit now. But That's amazing. Is, and this is another manifestation of like yeah. when I'm studying, when I'm doing all this stuff, ripping them apart. Mm. Anxiety, all that stuff you never paid attention to. I thought it was just a bad habit. Yeah, it's just yeah, a bad yeah. habit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like your body telling you like, breathe, relax, go how for a walk. How did you get over it? How do, how do you, what do you think it was? Oh, because now I've, I used to, every time I used to try to stop, I would be like uh, authoritarian about it. Mm. Like, no, we're not biting my nails. I would write it on my board above my computer. Don't bite your nails. Yeah, lack so of mercy, lack of, lack of self-compassion. So when I bit, I'd be like, yeah. fuck, I bit, fuck, fuck. Yeah, I yeah, beat myself yeah. about it, but. That was me with binging. So I read something, there was some great book called The Right Use of Will. I read some stuff on it and it was like, it pretty much just put me in the mode of being like, don't judge yourself. Yes. Accept that you bit. And instead, every time you catch yourself biting, don't like admonish yourself, be like, oh, fuck. Yeah, instead, be, be like, why am I yourself. biting right now? Mm. What is, so now instead, every time I bite, it becomes uh, a thinking of, oh, what's the, what am I, I'm thinking, I'm in the future thinking about something. I'm stressing mm. about something. What's my body telling me? Yeah, what am I stressing? What, what am I anxious about? And then I just, I end up just thinking about that. And then like mm. that mystery of trying to figure out what is stressing me out right now? Mm. The hand comes down already. Wow. Yeah, so amazing. Yeah. I mean, I still bite here and there, but yeah, it's yeah. like, it's, I like bite yeah. and I like. Yes. Instead, before it's like, oh, fuck, yeah, yeah, fuck, yeah. fuck, fuck, yeah. fuck. You know I what I mean? Stop. Yeah, fuck, no, I gotta stop. Don't, yeah, I gotta write it in more yeah, places. Yeah. That's what I need to write it <laughs> I need to in be more places. meaner to yeah. myself. Yeah, exactly. More authority. Yeah, I totally understand that. That's how I stopped binge eating. It was like I just I I I would yell at myself all the time and whatever and that would cause more binging and that would cause more self hatred and whatever and it was it wasn't until I said okay you know what send my like first of all because I got to a point where I would see my brother and uncle eating and I was like what is it like to have a, a finishing point oh my to god eat? like I don't understand that what thought. that's like yeah like like how do you know when you're fully saturated like for me it was like just eat until you're gonna die literally yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. you hate yourself and so I was like okay I just want to get back to that so I told myself like listen no dieting nothing eat whatever you want whenever you want like there's no good and bad uh we just and no exercising. We just nothing to do with body image and any of that stuff. We just want to uh, get back to a place where we eat when we're hungry and we stop when we're full. Like period. Ha, ha, period. That's it. And then there was other things where I would I started making friends and I started um, you know getting involved in things that would give me like motivation and passion and uh, would you know things I could look forward to and I stayed away from. 
uh, situations where I would most likely binge, which is usually alone in my room watching TV or whatever. Gotcha. So I would be like, okay, try and stay out as much as possible. And my parents, of course, hated that. They're like, why are you out? Yeah. Come back. We love it when you're home. I'm like, no, that's a huge trigger for me, right? Um, but yeah, it wasn't until- you're barricaded. Yes. You're like, I'm locked in here. I'm going to eat. Exactly. Yeah. And nobody's here yeah. to see me and it's just me. Um, yeah, so it wasn't also until I was kind to myself and set really realistic uh, it sounds obvious, but it's really not. Because when you want to fix something, you think you take the hardline approach first. Yes. You go, no, I'm done with this. Yeah. No more of this. Yeah. Therefore, stop. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> We're stopping. It, like it's like a, you bully yourself. It's like a you become like a dictator yeah. for yourself, which doesn't because what it'll work a little bit. Yeah. And then when it breaks apart, yeah. you have nothing to. It spirals right back to like I would like go two weeks without biting my nails, it would almost come back. Mm. And then I'd like get stressed and I would rip yeah. all of them apart and I'd have yeah. nothing in me to yeah. stop that. Mm. Like, oh, they're done. I'm doing it already. Yeah, Fuck, yeah, it's yeah, happening. Yeah. Ah, rip, rip, stress, stress, stress. Oh but God. now it's just yeah. kind of like, oh shit, I'm biting my nails. Fuck. Yeah. And I, I just told my girl like, I'm not stressed about something. And I started biting my nails. I'm like, uh, I, like, I, am, mind, I am, am a little stressed about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> and then it becomes kind of more of like, watch your breath, watch yourself. Yeah. But yeah, now yeah. actually, all the places that I used to write don't bite your nails. Yeah. Now I write, watch your breath. Oh, that's great. Because every time I look at it, I just. Like, oh. Yeah, it's more of a proactive thing. It's more of like a. Because that fixes all of the things. Mm. Is you start at the basic thing, your breath. Because your breath is like, uh, like it's intuitive. Like yeah. it's a secondary system. You don't have to think about it. Yes. But when you do think about it, it actually resets a lot of, like our mind is like a computer, you know? Mm. It resets everything. Like when your RAM is all jumped up and you have to restart the computer yeah, and it's yeah, so yeah. fast now yeah that's like the breath watch the breath meditation wow and and, and watching the breath is just a, a just a tiny bit of a meditation yes three seconds of it yes absolutely and it still has its own benefits just like ah okay shit i gotta do that thing <laughs> you yeah, know what i mean it's not like sure. you're fixed after but exactly. it's better than before absolutely yeah um and and it, it comes up for me and everything like i like i i do massages like every other week because of uh, like I have because um, of self care, <laughs> self care. But I it started off because I had a herniated disc and it was like I couldn't even. Oh, stand. legit reason, yeah, yeah. And then massage therapy was one of the things that really helped, kind of like re remove the tension from all the muscles, and that was putting a lot of weight on that disc. Uh, but yeah, she she's always making me breathe, like uh, because that's the only way we can kind of like release tensions in certain areas. Uh, I, I start taking vocal lessons. You have to breathe through your diaphragm in order to be able to like actually carry a note or, or hit a note or something. Uh, meditation is huge with breathing. Yoga, of course. Um, so yeah, I feel like all of these things really kind of uh, push, at least have started to push me to like even be conscious of my breathing. And yeah, if I find myself holding my breath a lot, I'm like, oh, haven't been doing any of these things <laughs> in a while you but know? it's a good it's a good indicator like before i used yeah. to just exhale yeah and then i'd be on with my fucking overclocked mind mm. of just not being in the future being way in the future yeah 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 you know what i mean yeah which is just stress and anxiety yeah yeah yeah, yeah. for sure okay let's talk about uh dating by the way you missed your 330 huh did i what time is it now it's it's like four i think are you serious? I'm pretty sure, based on the math of the time of these. Oh my god! It's I was good. I, I was actually gonna say up? something when it was three thirty, <gasps> and, and then I, oh my god! I'm not gonna lie. I purposely didn't say anything. Oh my god! The convo was going good. Okay, sh let me just tell my my manager. <laughs> 
in this moment, let me just take the opportunity <laughs> to say that leaving engineering was great. <laughs> was great. <laughs> the best decision uh, I've ever made. Yeah. What's uh, the type of work you do? Biomedical or some shit? Biomedical, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I cannot wait for that. You guys have a lot of test specs and a lot of like specifications you have to review and adhere to? Um, test specs? Not even necessarily uh, test specs, but design specs. We have like, we, we I, I guess so. Like basically you have to, any any of the equipment that we bring in has to be like CSA certified, mm -hmm. uh, ISO go. regulations. Oh yeah, I know about things. ISO. Oh, yeah. yeah, but we're not too technical. Like if there's anything like preventative maintenance or whatever, we need calibration or certification. We, we bring in the vendors and the technicians to Damn. do it. Yeah, so it wouldn't be like. This is taking uh, me back. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. These are the conversations. I actually miss some part of it. I miss working with good people. Mm. That's the one thing I do miss. Really? Yeah. I work with some cool people. Mm. And it's just seeing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like talking about like non the, yeah. the topic thing was awesome. I really but like my coworkers. I feel like they're that's the best. so amazing. That's the best. Yeah. It makes a huge difference in like the quality of your um of of like your your life and your experience at that job. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I think it's actually what you do is obviously number one and yeah. who's around you is number two for sure. For sure. And I would even argue yeah. who you who's around you may even be number one. Yeah, more but than what you do. there's nothing worse than working at a company and you have the best yeah. team yeah, 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 and yeah. slowly one by one, this one leaves for this company. Mm. This one quits there. Yes. And then you're like, no, the team. And then you end up having yeah. to leave because it's a whole new team now. Totally. You're like, I'm totally. out of here, bro. Yeah, and then you're just like the resentful person in the corner yeah. that all the new people come to you because you have the knowledge, yeah. but like you're mad. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And you used to always go to one place on like Friday at lunch. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, a, yeah, I'm yeah. a 2015 yeah. crew, okay? You people are nothing. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, what are you going to yeah, talk about? Okay, so I wanted to ask you. So I, I don't know much about like your dating uh, journey, so to mm. speak. But since we come from similar backgrounds. So I feel like I'm only now in the place where I'm like... Uh, open to dating uh, like white people and like non-Muslims. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely like conceptually I've been there for like a couple of years, but I've only like now started to do it. And I, f I don't know, like I'm interested to know, like, uh, did you face any internal struggles or were you like, no, or did you just find that you get along uh, with white people more or like, what do you, what was, what was it like for you? Well, I, I feel like more than anything, I feel like Canadian. Okay. Canadian, then Sudani. Okay, so you I identify as that first, first and foremost. I, I'm Canadian first thing. Mm. Since first grade yes, till 12th grade, I'm surrounded by Canadians. Okay. Like in so the weekend and after class, like it's yeah, all yeah, the yeah. Somalians, uh, some Sudanese, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the masjid community. Yeah. All, a lot of my good friends still this day, Canadians. Yes. You know what I mean? So I had never had an issue at all. The issues always arise mm. with like being like, okay, now how do I introduce this person to my family? Yes. That's where the problem is. Yes, yes, and that's yes. the worst where it's like, it's always one-sided where I'm embraced into their family. Mm. And then it's like, okay, how am I going to do this? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like as, so this is probably where we differ in terms of number one, I went to Sama school my whole life. Number two, wearing the hijab yeah. immediately will always kind of signal to everybody because it's an external thing. Yeah. Well, no dating. I only, only court me. <laughs> no dating. Only court me, but also like, yeah, that this person is different and that this person, like, there's a caveat kind yeah, of. Like, yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. fully assimilated. They're not fully, yeah, like, yeah, Canadian yeah. or whatever. And I feel like I identified 
this is how I rank myself. Get ready. First and foremost, Muslim. Okay. Second, Arab. Okay. And then third, Canadian. Okay. Even though I was like born here and I'm Arab by blood, you yeah. know what I mean? Uh, I will never not be Arab. But like, yeah, for me is Muslim. Like I would feel more of a connection with a Somali, Pakistani people who are religious uh, or like whatever uh, more more typical Muslims than I would with an Arab who's like not not religious. Interesting. Like yeah. here's the question. If you were driving down some road and you were looking for directions and you needed help and there was yeah. a masjid on your left and a yeah. Tim Hortons on your right, yeah. where do you go? Because hmm. I'll tell you right now, I would have already been at the Tim Hortons. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm ever like, do Just you ever catch yourself? It's a whole other mood. Like I'm like, oh, they're going to comment on what I'm wearing. They're going to comment on like. It comes with know, so much baggage. Yeah, so much that's baggage. what I'm saying. So that's what Muslim for me is like, is like a footnote for my existence. Mm. I was so deeply in this thing that I understand it fully in and out and I get the whole community and a lot yeah. of my base is that. Mm. And I get it and respect it and everything. But yeah. who I am, like... I thought your yo. base was the troops. No, okay. Yeah, right? Support the <laughs> troops, right? No, like, do you ever catch yourself driving and you forget where you're going? Um, Sometimes, yeah. You maybe. know what I do in that situation? I mm. go into Tim Horton's drive-thru and just regroup. Really? Yeah, I was like, okay, let me get a two milk, one sugar. Yeah. Let me get a French vanilla or something. And figure out what the plan is, where I'm going, yes. or even if I don't, even if I want to leave my house mm -hmm. and like I just want to get out of the house, mm -hmm. I don't have a plan. Start at Tim Hortons. That's how I know I'm Canadian first. This is okay. a commercial for Tim Hortons. Yeah, now. bro. <laughs> Which I have not done one for them yet. Yeah, sponsor him. McDonald's has no problem doing it. Ah, they're doing better. Yeah, but yeah, I mean that's the that's the gist of it. That's why I say. That's so interesting. Yes, yeah. that definitely foundationally yeah. uh, will make a lot of differences. Got a lot of difference. Tomorrow's like a blanket for me. It's not even good food, and the coffee's not even good. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just nostalgia. it's just like a blanket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like a teddy bear. Blanket. Tim Hortons like a teddy bear. <laughs> like you go into Tim Hortons holding a Tim Hortons, yeah. and everybody in there were all Canadians. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a vibe in there you don't get anywhere else. Not at Starbucks. Yeah, you know what I mean. Starbucks. When you look inside Starbucks, I don't get the feeling of this represents Canada. This is not a good sample of yeah, Saint Canada. Tim Hortons yes. is a good sample of Canada. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yes. The people behind the counter are brown. Yes. The people in line are white. Everyone. Yeah. There's Somali <laughs> fathers, cab drivers talking in the corner 100%. loud. Arabs yeah. in the other corner. Yes. Old Korean men. Yeah. Some women doing something. Yeah. Tim Hortons is like Canada. Yeah, you know? you're right. I do feel really comfortable at Tim Hortons. Right? Wow. There you go. <laughs> Thank you for. You're not Muslim. You're Tim yeah. Hortons. <laughs> you're, right? you're Canadian. You're Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, but we've uh, we've been going pretty long, and we I think uh, I think it's time we got to land this thing. Yeah. Huh? But this is good. The, the <laughs> talking across the table is way better than sitting over here. Yeah, huh? I like it because they're facing each other. So much better. Yes. What do you think about this new studio, by the way? It's amazing. It reminds me of Comedy Bar, to be honest. I feel like we need to start performing here. I think we have the same curtain supplier. <laughs> Love Not it. Bad. No, but anyways, tell the people where to find you. Okay, find me. No, no, keep looking at oh, me. Keep looking. No, I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> You're kidding. like, how dare you? <laughs> no, no, look at me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay. I was a fourth child. I will not be not looked at, okay? <laughs> Look at me. I still need attention. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay, find me on Instagram or TikTok at Selma.Hindi. Well, not TikTok, but yeah. Uh, no, you can find me there. Again, I appealed it. I'm back oh, on. Oh, the story. Back the story is not adding up. <laughs> well, okay, keep going. Uh, and then you can find me on, uh, yeah, I guess YouTube, my website, SalmaHindi.com. Uh, but yeah, Instagram and TikTok are primary for sure. Hell yeah. 
sometimes people follow the people that don't ever post. Yeah. They're like, yeah, Twitter. I mean, I got one thing on there, but I'm gonna post. I'm gonna post. <laughs> you yeah. can follow me on yeah. Twitter, but yeah. Twitter is my diary. Yeah. Uh, so maybe don't follow me on Twitter. Well, as always, <laughs> I'm gonna put her site, her Instagram, or TikTok in the description so you don't have to remember or look for it. Uh, from my end, if you want to support the show directly, check out patreon.com slash the immigrant section. Get some bonus episodes and exclusive behind the scenes content every yes. week. So check that shit out. Besides that, if you haven't already clicked the old subscribe, do it now. And if you're on Apple, leave five stars because you stuck around. Why the fuck not? <laughs> Yo, this was a pleasure, Sam. You got to come back, okay? I will, for sure. Hopefully after a meeting, you know? Yes. <laughs> no meetings to break up. But anyways, until next time, you're all the best. Peace.